The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air yeah. And the screams from everywhere yeah. I'm addicted to the truth It's a dangerous Stop. love affair Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me Stop. now Only thing that's on my mind Hey, welcome to the Kwame Lasseter Sports and Sometimes Rich Show. We are going live right now as we speak, as you hear our voice always. Welcome to the show, Coach B. Yo, what's up, baby? What's going on? Not much, man. Uh, just checking out. What's going on with you since uh, we talked last? Oh, nothing, man. Just hanging out here still in D.C. We had snow over the weekend, a couple inches. Yeah, my aunt sent me some pictures, man. It was it was white everywhere. I know you well, love yeah, that. Down there, they had like 10 to 12 inches down that way. Oh, uh, what you get? We had about three, two and a half, three inches. Supposed to get some more tonight. And tomorrow, and then again this weekend. So uh, okay, I thought it was warmer where I live. How we get that much snow? I don't know. It came from the it came from the southern area down there. Tennessee oh. got snow. Memphis got snow. I mean, it came from the whole area over there. Oh okay. But we didn't get too much of it. But other than that, man, just hanging out, chilling, doing what I do, See, making, making it do what it do. That's why I stay in uh, Phoenix, man. That's why I stay in yeah. Chandler, and it was sixty eight. <laughs> it was sixty eight, seventy degrees and warm. And you know, I had my golf tournament, man. How did that go, man? Man, it was it was it was great, man. I'm not, it was awesome. I don't know which words to use. Uh, it was it was excellent. It was excellent. I can't wait to next year. But you know, I'm gonna be doing stuff in between that. So but it was it was awesome. I, you know, I flew with some guys out here. A um, couple guys, that, a lot of friends and you know celebrities came out with baseball, football guys came out and helped me out with that. So it was great. We had a great, we had a good time. We had a real awesome, good time. Man. That's awesome. Glad it went. I'm glad it went, went well for you. Yeah, you know, they put a lot of hard work into it. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, it it came down to the ground, but we was we was sold out at least. I say a month before it, it happened, but you know, and, uh, the right. thing the thing about it, you know what makes it feel good. The thing about it is a lot of a lot of people that you know say it won't be done in that amount of, that short amount of time, because it used to be uh, the the Super Bowl of golf tournament. You know, the Arizona Cardinals used to host it, but you know we took it from that. And as the NFL alumni, Arizona chapter, and you know I'm the tournament director of that. Mm-hmm. Mm, might be oh. something else next year, but we I keep that under wraps yeah. until then, well until later. But it, it was great. We had a lot of guys came out. You know, LC came out. He was showing out. Frank Sanders came out here, and he was he oh, did. LC was out there hanging out. Yeah, I, I got the yeah, joke I out. Been out there, man. Got him out of Well, you got to get out here, man, because uh, I got some stuff jumping off for real, man. Because uh, I'm about to put on these events, and Marte came through. Marte was playing, but he home got all weekend. Okay, and, and then, all the folks, all the homeboys, all the fellas out there, huh? Yeah, I mean everybody. I can go. What's I, up, man? I, I, and you know what? That's but again, though, when you throw a tournament, when you have a good cause that you know that you're playing for, yeah, everybody would donate money for and join up for. You know, we have everybody come out. It's even better because I only uh, do the other uh, fans get to see everybody. You know, in a in a fun atmosphere. It's also ultimately for a good cause. So you know, good job on that. I know you put a lot of work into it, and you know, again, you don't play around. You do everything. Um, one hundred percent. So again, you know, your 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 work um, came out to help you in the long run. Right, and then these guys came out. They 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 had nothing but positive things to say when it was over. When it was left, I, on my way to the studio, 
Guy texted me. He's still talking about the show, man. Still talking about the um, tournament. I had Lynn Dickey come out. I had Nick Lowry. I had I had a lot of guys, man, from way back. Then I had some young guys. So I'm trying to bridge that gap, bring mm-hmm. bring that uh, the new to the old or the old to the new. Uh, so so we all because we all gonna be in the same boat one day. But so we might as well enjoy ourselves while we're doing it and put on some good stuff. And it was the whole thing was all for the benefit of caring the kids. So we're gonna donate some money to the Tucson Medical Center. We're gonna do, donate money to the Phoenix Children's Hospital. Phoenix Children's Hospital want me to do a tournament with them and put my name on it. So you know that's five hundred one c three. You know that's that's all good. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do a big one. You get out this way, man. You got to do the tournament stuff and work with Marte because we're gonna put on camps and he's gonna do skill specifics. You know you just set up the camps all over the all over the valley and we we go from there. I think we need to do that, man. I need to, I mean, we need to get. We'll talk offline about it, but that sounds like something that I would be interested in doing. Yeah, that's that'll I mean, work. I got this weather. This weather's killing me. I, <laughs> Is killing you after forty years. Hey man, what you think? The, the, the bone, you know. Hey, you come out here, yo, you you move, you be walking like some, those um those little uh, robots. Cause you know you can't move when the wet, when the cold weather hits you. No, I don't. No, I don't. That's why I've been there. I don't know that. That's why I'm in Arizona, man. That's why. If I'm in, if I'm not in Arizona, uh-huh. I'm gonna be in San Diego. If I'm not in San Diego, I'm gonna be in Miami. If I'm not in either one of those places, I'm gonna be cuddling up and staying warm. I feel you. So I'm trying. I'm looking. I'm trying to get out there. You know, I did my. I'm doing my due diligence as we speak, trying to get back out there. So, mm-hmm. you know, I can't leave until you know. I got a little niece being born in March. Okay, so you gonna wait till that jump off? Yeah, I gotta wait till she come out. So I'm gonna be there when she come out, and uh, once she see the world, she can see her honk. And um, so probably my little brother, I wouldn't do it. Okay. So you know, I'm gonna do that, and then once she pops out and say hello, world, I'm here. I'm chunking deuces. All right. Well, let's 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 talk a little sports, man. I know you was talking. I know you wanted to talk about. First of all, you asked the question, "Who is Tom Mashey?" Anyway, like yeah, I, last week. I, I, last week, that, that, I understand what you was talking saying when you uh, brought that up. But um, Tim Tebow, I was having this argument at my gala event, which was also awesome, uh, with Frank Sanders and uh, Mark McMillan. Shout out to Hard Hitting Sports Radio with Mark McMillan and Byron Evans. They came out and showed me some love, man. They came to the gala. Mark always keep a couple with him, but Byron uh, came out to the tournament. We had a good time, but we was in there arguing about Tim Tebow being a first round. I said, there's no way he's going to be a first round. I said, this is the same thing they did with, uh, I think the guy named was Scott Frost out of, out of uh, Nebraska. He Nebraska. won a trophy. He won a Heisman trophy, but he was a quarterback in college, and all he can do is run. He was a, he was a pretty good runner. I'm not gonna say all he can he do was is run. He was safety, didn't he? He, he had a pretty good year, pretty good few years of safety. First round, yeah. first round at safety. There was safeties in the league in the draft that should have went before him. I think he went no later than the second round, top three picks or something like that. But still, still they telling this guy he can't play quarterback, but we're gonna try for you because you can run. Uh, we're gonna put you at safety. And that same thing uh, with Tim Tebow. This guy is not a first-round quarterback at all. He, I, I, I never thought he had the mechanics when he was, when he was throwing all those yards. It was college. You don't have guys that on the corner that's just as good as you are. Linebackers who can get in that drop, get in that zone that's just as good as you are. He didn't have that in college. And you know, SEC is, in my opinion, right now is probably the toughest conference to play in. More physical. They beat each other up. That's why you can come out of there with a nine and two national championship. And I don't have no problem with that because of competition. I also don't have a problem with um Boise State going eleven and zero for or twelve and zero for three years in a row. I got a problem with them not being national championship or being recognized as one of them or not able to play in that game. But who was Tom Shea, you ask? Who knows? I can Google him right now, but I might get a page up or something like that. But it say something about ESPN. I just want to know. I mean, I know who he is, you know. And you know, they all, you know, you got, you know, you got like, you got Chris Morrison, Adam Scheffler. 
Right. You got to bring in the new kids to, to come in and, and feed off. Because, you know, Morton ain't going to be around long, too much longer. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, you know, you need, you know, you know yeah, Mel Kuyper got the hair, but that's about all he got. <laughs> he got and, the, the moose. You know, he got the moose. It, but after a while, it's going to be, you know, they, you got to have that rotation. But this kid comes in, I mean, he's just, I mean, he's very opinionated. Right. And I, so I just don't know who he is. I mean, we grew up with Mel Kuyper, you know what I mean? Right, and and Mel Kuyper, you know, he, i tell you this. They don't get along. I, I know, every time they're on the same um, platform together, there's an argument. There's an argument, and you can see it in both of their faces. Their faces, that there's some, there's nothing wrong with disagreement, but they just disagreeing just to do it. Not because the facts state itself, not because um, the facts are not there. They just do it to be doing it. They just don't like each other, from what we see, from what yeah. we see. But uh, I, I still don't believe Tim Tebow is a first-round quarterback anywhere. I can't see him starting anywhere. I can't see him going in the first round and then maturing in two or three years to be a starter somewhere. I can see him being in a Wildcat offense and coming in and, and doing a few things like that and being successful at it. I just don't see Tim Tebow. Man. That's that's my opinion. Well, I mean, again, you know, no one thought that, you know, I'm not saying Cordell was the, the guy of that position. Well, no one thought Cordell was going to be able to do it. Cordell went in there and actually, you know, was semi-successful. Started off a slash. Right. Got his opportunity, was semi-successful, you know, for, for a good two or three years. Got to the playoffs, you know, two or three years, maybe four or five years. He was a starting quarterback there. Got him to the playoffs, you know, all five years, four years, I'm not mistaken. Um, he did his did what he was supposed to do. But this new guy with, with Tim Tebow is, you know, he reminds you a little bit of, he has a little bit of Donovan in him. He has a little bit of Cordell in him. And but then Steve Young, you know BYU. No one thought he could play quarterback in the league. Left-handed, he went in the league and, and showed out. I, I I just don't see it. He that, what? Okay, now I hear what you're saying. But when this guy came into a uh, his senior bowl, man, if you're gonna be that if you're gonna be that star for four years, and you go to the senior bowl, and he wanted to go to the senior bowl, so he won't consider him being hidden because in the senior bowl you got all the the uh, pro scouts there. It's not like the other bowls where you got a couple of uh, uh, they send their scouts in, but they, you got all the pro scouts and the general managers there. But he went out there and it just it was terrible, man. He played a terrible game, and Cordell coming out of college used to throw the ball. He had receivers. He threw the ball, yeah, and he was always a, he was always a runner. Donovan threw the ball, but he ran most at, at Syracuse. But yeah. this guy, this guy was more of a running back that can. Um, I mean, he could throw it on the college level because there's there's no competition back there. I I, no. I, I, I didn't see what he was able to do. Uh, I don't see how they have him ranked as the fourth best quarterback coming out. They got him ranked. Yeah. They had him ranked as the fourth best coming out, and now he's down to the fifth. He, Over Jeb and Snead? You're right. Ole Miss? Yeah. I don't understand that. I mean, and Ole Miss, they throw the ball. Snead they still haven't ranked fourth. They still, Tom McShay said he still might. He still he had a, he didn't have a good beginning part of the senior ball week, but he ended up okay. He's still talking to other people. Still about the second or third round pick quarterback coming out over Jevin Sneed. You know what? Teams would have, um, teams, professional teams would have gambled on this guy if he would have never showed up at the uh, Senior Bowl. If he would have just showed up and threw a couple balls in, in, in the um, combines here and there, not have to play against some competition. Because in the combine, there's nobody. You got receivers running across the field. You just pinpoint your place and throw it to him. He was leaving balls short. He was, he was fumbled the ball. I think he fumbled like two or three times. Um, they thought in his senior, his uh, last bowl game as a college guy, 
that he would throw up all those numbers. Okay, he wasn't playing the well. He didn't have anybody, anything to lose, so he put up those numbers. So now he wanted to go to the senior bowl and prove he can play on a pro level in front of all the competition. This is Kwame Lasso Sports, sometimes Rich Show. We're going to come back because we want to talk about this. We want to talk about the last football game of the year, the Super Bowl coming up. Also, American Needle Inc. versus the National Football League. We're going to touch on that. Call in 888-346-9144. We'll be back in two minutes. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, president and CEO of the wellness community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Tune into the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports hey welcome back to the show the Kwame last sports sometimes with show thank you guys for joining you want to you want to join the show chime in on what we're talking about you got an opinion on anything 888-346-9144 all four in some places in some places, if you country and you li- and you kiss your sister in the mouth, uh, why, why you gotta go to the sister in the kiss your sister in the mouth? Fo, fo, you country bama. Yeah, you, I know you, you, from the, you from Newport News. You, you, you know, and you've been down there. You know how we get down. So you wanna, yeah, I know how y'all get down down there. It's country. You, you want to change the show up until that? You want to talk about Newport News? Because that's a, that's nothing but a sports area right there. That whole tide water area. That's this is it's still a sports show. Now you putting you, now you bringing all the tide water into Newport News. You can't do that. It's just New, Newport News. If Newport News is Newport tide news water, has three stoplights in it before you get Hampton. If Kwame is fashion, fashion is Kwame. Oh, if, if Newport you. News is Tidewater area, it is. That's Newport News, Hampton, Norfolk, Suffolk, Chesapeake, Virginia Beach, 
I can I can go on Hampton. I'm done with you. All Next right, topic. Look, what are we, we talking about? We we talking about <laughs> we, we talking about Tim Tebow, but I want to know if uh we we, we done oh, talking. He I, we said off, but I said offline was but too much too, too much airtime on him. Too much airtime on him. Just real quick, just real quick. If Tim Tebow goes to a team as a quality quarterback coach, who's going to work for him from A to Z on his mechanics? Mm-hmm. Because we know he didn't get the mechanics worked on in Florida. Because if that was the case, he wouldn't show how he showed right. over the weekend of the week. So a quality quarterback coach is going to sit there and go with the mechanics from start to finish, A to Z. I think he'll be very successful because because of his workman work his work attitude. Well, he that's exactly what we have to do. Um, it's go to a team where there's a good quarterback coach and help him with his mechanics and give him three years. If you want to take a chance on him, get him in the second, third round where he's going to be available. Third or fourth round, he still may be available. But get him get him then and then work on his mechanics. But he has to go to a team with a quarterback where the coach is able to uh, groom quarterbacks. Uh, maybe Chicago is good for him. Maybe he can be a backup Chicago because March just went to Chicago. And he, yeah, yeah. And, and, that, and that would help him. But there's a lot of teams out there that can uh, groom quarterbacks. Maybe he can go to um, – uh, the Jets, but if he'll get, they, you'll get a hundred percent out of Tebow if you use him correctly. And I'm not just saying in a quarterback, use him in that wildcat out there. We use him in um, uh, third downs and twos where he can able to get out there with linebackers. And, and and I said earlier, linebackers are just as fast as anybody else on the team. But he put a, he put a, a lot of stress on linebackers if he able to roll out of pocket and that be run or throw. So that's where you get the best out of Tim Tebow on those third down and shorts, not. If you ask him to throw it on first and second, you ask him to uh, uh, go into the uh, locker room and losing. Right. So I mean, it's it's again, it's just you know, no, no, Tim Tebow next. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We're done with that guy. Uh, the Pro Bowl, man. Did you watch the Pro Bowl? You know, I watched the first ten minutes of the Pro Bowl. Wanted to throw up, and I turned went to watch the Grammys. I saw Beyonce. That was a little bit more exciting than the Pro Bowl. Beyonce was excited in the Pro Bowl. Yeah. What was Beyonce you? was doing her thing? Jamie Foxx, limp syncing. Yeah, a nice little tribute to Michael. Yeah. So yeah. I was. I'd rather watch that than watch the Pro Bowl. I think Pro Bowl's a joke. Uh, you I know, think, I think what they need to do is just name the Pro Bowl guys, call it a day, give them a little forty-five hundred dollar check or whatever it is, to a forty-five thousand dollar check, and say good luck, Pro Bowl. Boom, that's it. I mean, ain't no reason to play the Pro Bowl. They don't give a hundred percent. I mean, it was out, like it's, people say, it's out to watching flag football. So you saying uh, it's like it, you know what it is because you, they can't rush on the field goals. They can't rush a lot of guys that go to the. Um, I wouldn't say a lot. Uh, just there's some guys, a handful of guys that go to the Pro Bowl that does not deserve to be there, and that's also like the NBA All Star. We talked, we touched on that last week, but um, there's a lot of guys. It's a fanfare thing, and and fans way too much on the vote where these guys get in, and, and a lot of times, uh, if you notice. If you've been once or twice, then it's easy to go second because people don't fill out their – they don't take time. They don't watch the stats. They don't get on the Internet and watch these stats and watch the numbers. They just vote for who who their favorite is. Right. So a guy may go a second time, a third time, if he gets that many votes. A la Tracy McGrady, who haven't played yet, but he he's a starter in the uh, NBA All-Star next week, in two weeks. I don't even think he should show up. I think he should – I mean, go. Thank you. Well, we, we'll get to yeah. that. We'll get to that. But the Pro Bowl is um, um, a lot of guys – and and it being before the Super Bowl, um, I want to get your thoughts on that because my opinion on that is um, if you put the Pro Bowl before the Super Bowl, then the guy, a lot of teams or a lot of guys on teams who finish their season just in the regular season, you're asking these guys to stay in shape for a month and a half. And then you get to the Pro Bowl, and if they decided they're not to play, that's when it becomes a joke because, again, like you said, it be- becomes flag football. 
That's it. It's no fun. I mean, it becomes flat. Nobody's playing hard. A lot of these guys get to the Pro Bowl, and then in their contracts, they have certain bonuses where I made it to the Pro Bowl. So, okay, you owe me $150,000 for showing up to Pro Bowl. And then you get that check whether you win or lose. It depends on, you know, the amount of it and your uh, win and loss efforts. Right. And it's not, it's not, it's not you know, again, it's, it's not fun because now you moved it from Hawaii, which I think it still should have been Hawaii. I don't think it should have moved. But um, it's not in Hawaii because of uh, financially. Uh, right. I think that they can get more people in the states. I mean, on, yeah, in the states um, to to generate and and get more money because anything the NFL does. Now, granted, it's a five hundred one c non profit organization. Anything they do is for more money, and more, and more money means more money to the owners, more money to the league, more money to uh, whomever's at the top. And then they give their piece of the uh, pie to the um, different foundation, different charities that they are part of, which you, know, you can see the uh, big ones, the Boys and Girls Club and stuff like American United Way and stuff and those things. But um, it's to generate more money. Hawaii would have been a great vacation because a lot of guys take that trip and they take their families. And it's not a bad it's not a bad trip, not a bad trip to go watch a football game, but it's not genera- generating enough money. In the, in the past few years, you can look at the stadium, Aloha, Aloha Stadium, um, and there was, I mean, there's plenty of empty seats out there, man. But them guys don't, them guys don't come out there to play. They go out there to take their vacation. Yeah, so that's. But I mean, again, that's mainly what it is. It is a vacation for them, but still, you know. And I, I think they should move it around again. You asking a guy whose season ended on during the regular season, who was made the Pro Bowl. Um, you asking this guy to stay in shape for a whole month and a half before that, and then he's going to do some. If he's a partier, he's going to do some partiers. Up until that point, he's gonna be in. He's gonna be in Miami, and I think they should move. Uh, I, I don't know what they can do with that. I haven't really put too much thought of it because I'm not a real fan of uh, all that stuff. I, I've never. The only time I voted is when I played, and I voted for guys who deserve to be there, and I voted for their numbers and guys I went up against. Not just because they were my friends, but I did. I mean, you know, it was it was only right. It was only fair to vote for the guys who put in their work, who put in those numbers. That's like I think Chris Johnson should have been. MVP of the league for what he oh, does. You said that. Yeah, I, I think he should be MVP. He was AFC. He was AFC, but I thought he should be uh, MVP of the league and not Peyton Manning. But you know, that's just my take on it. Um, yeah, but as far as the Pro Bowl stuff, I think the right guys should go. I think they should move it around the league. I should think they should move it around the uh, country. Uh, it should end up back in Hawaii at some point, but it should do it like the NBA All Star. Ask this question: Do you think um, that it should have been? Because it's like, say, for instance, the Super Bowl this time this year is in Miami. The Pro Bowl should be, say, New Orleans or you know, other, the other upcoming city. That's a great question. Super Bowl the following year. That way, they get to start selling Super Bowl tickets early and do kind of stuff like fanfare type stuff. That's a great question. That's a real good question. Um, uh, I think, okay, the two teams, like, okay, Indianapolis. And um, now this can be kind of swayed because you know you might get the Indianapolis and the New Orleans Saints. I think the uh, Super Bowl should be these guys will play harder if they, you have the best record and the Super Bowl should be in your city. What you think about that? Also, you know, that could be swayed because there could be a team like the New England Patriots who have the best record for three or four years and, and you got the Super Bowl there for three or four years or the Pro Bowl there. I think it should be moved around to. Uh, uh, but you, but a warm weather, I mean, a cold weather Pro Bowl? I mean, Super Bowl? New Orleans and um, Indianapolis are playing in the Dome. They play, I'm, I'm talking about, but you just said New England. Oh yeah, New England. Yeah, well, yeah, you brought New England. I mean, who's going to go to the Super Bowl? And you know in, why they? 
It, you know why they don't? Yeah, they don't do. They don't. Right, don't, don't bring DC in because they ain't never going to Super Bowl. DC going back to the Super Bowl. I can guarantee you that. I put everything on that. But look, um, they got the pieces. Put the pieces together. You can get there. But no, it, the only reason why it won't be in a, a, a New England during that time, or a Green Bay during that time, because nobody's going to sit out there in that cold. No, they they can't they can't promote that well enough to say we're going to have this ma- this many million people people at this uh event prior to because they put on so much they put on so much during the um uh during the uh advertisement they put on so much during the um the NFL uh there's a there's a event going on for kids and all that you can and that generates money like it happened when it happened when the Steelers won there in was 06 in Detroit yeah, it's still they won. Oh, see, I mean, it was it was a. I mean, the great Super Bowl still has won it, but the Pittsburgh and St. Louis. I mean, I mean St. Louis, but Seattle. Yeah, but the, everything that happened outside, all the festivities, were like fifty feet of snow. Right. I mean, it was just horrible. It wasn't. I mean, it was as far as the fanfare part of it. It wasn't as fun as you know, as as a Miami, as a New Orleans, as a as a um, Glendale, as a L.A. You know, I uh-huh. one in San Diego or L.A. I said L.A. don't have a team. I don't know why they don't have one in L.A. Eight 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 three four six nine one four four. Kwamlas Sports. Sometimes Rich Show. You want to call in, be a part of this. Let us know what you think about that uh, Super Bowl. We're gonna get on to some American Needle Inc. versus the NFL. Um, we got two more seconds, but we're still on the air right now. I just want to shout that out. Uh, call in, talk to one of your boys, uh, Coach B, Rich Brick. But look, man, I, I, look, we, we were talking about moving around. Basketball moves it around, but granted, that's in the indoor arena, and they, and they can do that. I've been to the one out here. I've been to a, uh, the one in Vegas. Uh, basketball, basketball, they do it big. They do, they do, it, big. do it big. They and do they it got big. A, they got a big thing coming in Dallas in and, two weeks, three yeah, weeks. And I was thinking about getting out there, man. I, I th- actually, I got to go to Virginia. I might be in Virginia, so I'll call you that. Uh, well, I'll tell you about that off the air. But, yeah. uh, but look, um, Basketball do a big. I went to the one in Vegas, man, and it was superstar status. Do you know there's more football players there, just as uh, many as basketball guys there? And is yeah, their uh, well, event? The NBA All Star Game is is the biggest party out of every sport. Yes, yeah, all sports. It, that, that's that's because it's a game. Yeah, you, know, you have the good festivities. You know, basketball is everybody's second love. All football players they love baseball. That's how we all stayed in shape. That's how we all had quick worked our quick feet. Yeah. So we did everything by playing b-ball. Yeah, a lot of football, you're right, a lot of football guys think they can play basketball. And and some of them can, but you not. You can't run up and down the court like these guys. These guys no. are some of the uh, – because basketball players, I found out uh, some NBA guys uh, I, used to, I played ball with, they don't use basketball to get in shape because they'll be drained out by the end of the year. They use racquetball, man. They go swimming and they use racquetball to stay in shape. Mm-hmm. Be- because if they play basketball to get in shape uh, by the midseason – a little after midseason, these guys would be dead tired. They'd be dead, they'd be they'd be drawn out of basketball. They'd be uh, enough is th- enough of this, and then that's where we go get those games where you got ten games where the superstar don't show up. Shaq can't play more than two games in a row. You get that type of uh, energy. Okay, so, gotcha. Yeah, but 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 racquetball is great. Uh, I guess. Well, some- I mean, we did. I mean, when we were both playing, we did both did our our. our pool workout together. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, the pool work got you, get you in shape. Yeah. Low bow and low in, lower impact workout. Right. Best thing there is, though. So. 888-346-9144. Kwame Lassie. someplace. Kwame Lassie the sports. Sometimes Rich Show, we be back in two minutes. I'm going to go get me some coffee, man. You want me oh, bring, you, you want me bring you something? Today. Yeah, I need some coffee, too. All right, I'll put some special sauce in it. All right, All right. I'll be back. <laughs>
The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Are you ready to go green? You've asked and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Welcome back to the Kwame Lasseter Sports. Sometimes Rich Show. I got my coffee, so I got a little bit more energy. Go get me some lunch after this. That special sauce in your own coffee. I, ain't, I do got some special sauce. I ain't going to call some Kahlua in there. Ray, let's say he's going to get you some uh, coffee. I don't trust you. Ray from Ohio State, I don't trust him. You don't trust Ray from the Ohio State? The Ohio State. The Ohio State, you don't trust him? I know a lot of guys from Ohio State, man. So do I. I know a few of them, too. But they yeah, busters, they, they, well, they all right. No, you know? they busters. The ones I know busters, man. They come out in the first, second round, and they trash. And they trash. The ones like, I know. I remember a dude named Ricky Dudley. Ricky Dudley. The tight end? Yeah, he was pretty good. He was all right. As far as individual, Bama. He's a Bama. Oh, y'all, so Bama. Y'all, y'all fit right into it. Y'all was good friends then, huh? No, nah, we weren't good friends at all. I thought you, you know, said he, he was a Bama. Me, he told me he looked up at you. You, 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 you got super Bama status. He looked up to me because if he came across the middle, that was the last time he was going to look up. I don't remember that. I remember you. Hit, I remember one time you hit him and you yeah, hit like a, a, a fly on the wall. Man. Or right on down. Who, me? Yeah. Come on, boy. You crazy. Rick Dudley was in uh, Oakland. We used to play them every year. And I, you know better than that. Google, <laughs> Google me and I'm saying B-I-T-C-H. I'm trying B-I-T-C-H. to get you riled up when it worked, too. So. Yeah, Google me, B-I-T-C-H. I'm cussing you out, boy. Oh, they can spell on. They can, I'll listen Dude, let me ask spell. you a question. I know, just for three weeks you've been... Texting me, talking to me, emailing me about this American Needle thing. This thing really 
it sets you aside from yourself. It's crucial, man. It's and I know, crucial. and I know you was able to talk to LC, you know, Marte, you know, a couple of the old heads from the National Football League over the weekend during your tournament. So what is what, what is everybody's mindset on that? Man, they say it's, it's mob like. I even asked some veterans like Lynn Dickey. Uh, I, I couldn't ask uh, Nick Lowry because he was on a move. He he was here for you know we paid a lot of guys to come here, but look he he was on the move. But this American Eater uh, Inc. versus the National Football League and the National Football League. I remember in I want to say two thousand and two thousand man. I was I was I was with Nike uh, for the majority part of my career um, playing professional football, and then Reebok came into the scene, and Reebok always tried to get me to switch over to, to Reebok. And I say I'm with Nikes. Cause I came in with them, so I stayed with them. And Nike, my Nike contract wasn't bad, but um, I, I was a benefit of that. Yeah, and that wasn't bad, man. Cause I used to get stuff. I used to hand all that stuff out, and it was good. But Reebok came in here with a sweet deal, and I think the end because of the NFL able to back them, and NFL try to take out over the market, and uh, allow Reebok to change our gloves. We had to have the Reebok logo on our jerseys. If you if you notice, we had a lot of uh, the Reebok stuff. So if the National Football League. Uh, win this case with the against American uh, Needle, then there's nothing you're gonna be able to tell them. There's nothing you're gonna be able to take them to court for. There's nothing marketing wise you're gonna be able to tell them to do or who they want to represent the NFL or or which logos and which brands they're gonna be able to use or be able to wear. And and I think that's a, uh, um, I think that's that'll be a tragedy. For well, see, uh, I remember I remember in the early nineties, ninety three, ninety four, ninety five when when you know when. Jerry Jones signed that big ten-year deal with Nike, right? And then he did it. He did it. He did it. Well, well, yeah. And then, um, well, I think it was also with his stadium deal too. But you know, you got to back all this stuff. You, where you get your endorsements from? You get them from like Jerry Jones wanted to build a stadium. I think was it Pepsi or Coca Cola or something was was his stadium. Well, at one time it was Pepsi. I think it was Coke. It was one of the two. And then he stops. They they wouldn't want to give him what he wanted. So they switched to the other one because the other one would give him what he wanted. Switched it overnight. I think it was Coke, and then they switched to Pepsi. But in NFL, uh, they want to argue that they should be viewed as a single entity. And a, and a win like that, could, it, I think it corrupts sports. Yeah, it, 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 could, it could change the whole face of uh, professional sports. If you're a single entity, no one can take you to court and tell you how to run your, your business. Well, then if they do that, then also what's going what's gonna to hurt them, they don't realize that they're realizing it, is the workers' comp issue. Right. You know, they have to they have to have one big ins- workers' comp insurance policy. They, and what's going to happen is if that's the case, the owners can say, "Well, if you want to, we want y'all want to NFL wants to be a single entity. You know, we're we're going to put in say the fifty million dollars for workers' comp. So each team has to put in you know one point eight, one point seven million dollars in that all that money every every year. And all of a sudden now, what happens is, is say for instance, you went from Arizona to St. Louis, mm-hmm. right? Right. Um, no, no. You, 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 you asking me? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just giving an example. I oh. know you went from San Diego to St. Louis, but okay. Arizona to St. Louis. Okay, yeah. So yeah. you get one chunk of change from workers' comp from Arizona. You can go play for St. Louis, play, and get your your millions of dollars from St. Louis, and still collect workers' comp from Arizona's workers' comp people. Right, and 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 if that's allowed, that's the down. That's happened. That was the downfall of the Arena Football League from the get go. But I, I think. Um, Basketball went to court for this. Baseball went to court for this. Uh, even uh, soccer, uh, Major League Soccer, commonly spoke out as a single entity and, and was now found. Uh, 
but was found out to be one in court. So they're not one, but everybody wants to do that because they want to control their own destiny. And nothing wrong with controlling your own destiny or your own business, your profit, what comes in, what goes out. Nothing wrong with that. But then you cut out a whole lot of things with the. They, there are, they are, what is it? The Supreme Court is now involved with them and yeah. with this. Well, it should be. There's mm-hmm. nine judges. There's nine judges right on the Supreme Court. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Nine judges. And it's going to come down to one guy. I think three of. Three or four of them has already agreed with the NFL that they should be a single entity. And, and these some clowns who haven't – I don't want to say what, I, what I'm thinking about these guys. Well, you got Clarence Thomas up there. Who? <laughs> yeah, Clarence Thomas. <laughs> Clarence Thomas, um, he was the same guy that uh, yeah. it, it sent it along with the, uh, the, the tour, PGA Tour. You remember PGA Tour against uh, Martin? The guy who couldn't yeah, walk. J.C. Martin who couldn't walk. Yeah, golf cart. He, he wanted a golf cart. Yeah. Right. Then you got, uh, what's the John Paul Stevens. You got uh, Stephen Byers. What's the lady name? It was one lady, Sonia uh, Sotomayor. Sotomayor. I, I, Obama's recently appointee. Right. And she's, she she's against it. She's against it. I can read what you say. Issues in conjunction against baseball team. This is Sotomayor. Issues and injunction against baseball team owners in 1995 alleged violations of the National Labor Relations Act. MLB owners have sought to end existing free agency and the salary arbitration system and impose lockout against players. In doing so, Sotomayor said the owners were trying to subvert the labor system, and their lockout had placed the entire concept of collective bargaining agreement uh, on trial. Sotomayor also ruling and ended the lockout which had begun on August 12th, and that was 1994, and led to the uh, cancellation of 1994 World Series. And you remember that when baseball fell off, and she's the reason why they wasn't able to do that. Mm-hmm. And, and and I think she's going to vote in behalf of the American Needle, uh, but it's going to come down to one vote. So that's, I think it's, let me finish reading what she did. She was a part of the three-judge US, uh, United States Courts of Appeal panel in 2004 that overturned a lower court ruling that allowed Ohio State running back Maurice Claret to enter the draft. The new ruling reaffirmed the NFL eligibility rule, which says the players must be out of high school for at least three years before they can be drafted or signed as a free agency. Now, could the American Needle case give the NFL a reason to operate with the salary cap next season? Man, you know, some some think they say the, it was a sweeping. The Supreme Court gets involved with this. They went. They want to go down to a lower. Uh, probably the appellate court. They wanted to go down to that, but once it's judged and and finalized in the Supreme Court, man, then that's what it is. But she's she she had a huge part on playing with the uh, when the Major League Baseball was trying to do that, and that's when baseball fell off, and that's when Mark McGuire, Sam Sosa, and all those guys tried to bring baseball back. Well, the, the wrong way, but they then they brought it back where it needed to be, though. They they did. They brought it back where it needed to be, but for the NFL to be considered as a single entity. Then you can the collective bargain agreement and all that stuff. The players are. How do you? Then you gonna have a lockout. We may have a um, a lockout anyway in 2011, 2011, 2012. So now you're taking the whole game and, and taunting it as far as uh, your your product you put on the field. Drew Brees wrote something on the Washington Post. It doesn't say what what when it wrote. It says. Hey, Drew Brees is a real dude, man. Yeah, he's uh he's 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 he knows all about the antitrust laws. The absence of antitrust scrutiny would enable the owners to exert total control over this multi-billion-dollar business. Wow! Right. It says also, you know, you know, what Mr. Breeze doesn't say that six percent of all league revenues, including all that often licenses, already goes to players as part of collective bargaining agreement with the owners. Well, it should go to, to the players. 
Well, it should. It's the same thing in baseball. If, I, if I'm if, if I'm the owner and I'm giving you Coach B, Rich Britt, I'm giving you two hundred fifty million dollars. What in the world do you think I'm making? You think I could give you two hundred fifty million and I'm not making ten times as much? Right. Well, I, I, here's a trust. Here's what a trust is. A trust is a uh, is a a centuries of old form of a contract whereby one party entrusting their par- property to a second party. The property is then used to benefit the first party, which was what? That's a monopoly. So if the which is, which is illegal. It's, it should be illegal. So you can go to, it should be illegal, uh, but that's a monopoly. That's trying to take up all the boardwalks and all the uh, park place. And when you come over here, you're going to have to pay a substantial amount of money just to be around me, just to be in my neighborhood. And, mm-hmm. that, and and and, uh, you and try to charge me already, but it's okay. And that's we you know what that's the antitrust. When the antitrust come from the Sherman antitrust, his name was John Sherman. He was a senator. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, let me bring up the interstate commerce, and that's the buying and selling of products, service across state border and, and state borders, and that's what the NFL does. They they service across state to state. They service across those things. So um, they're buying and selling. They want to be the one that controls all this. And that's a whole lot, man. We need to well, get some. something that I just read. Listen, Justice Anthony Kennedy, the court's likely swing vote. They named guy. You said it. That is like in limbo of everything. Mm-hmm. Who's who's the one that go either way? He's the one. That, know, he's and, the one that has to really, really listen to the case, and his decision makes going to be. He says, has indicated concern in other cases that misguided antitrust enforcement deters behavior that is beneficial to consumers. He he was that all, seems true here as well. The game belongs on the field, not in court. That's from the Wall Street Journal. Right, right. And and he's and he is one of those guys. Anthony Kennedy. I think he became a Supreme Court. No, was it not, in nineteen eighty eight? He been there. Mm-hmm. He and he also sided with the uh, majority in Brown versus Pro Football Inc. Uh, nineteen ninety six, PGA Tour versus Martin two thousand one, United States versus Cleveland Indian Baseball Company two thousand one. So he is the guy. That's in the middle. I think it's um, I think it's three, three or four guys, as I said, that's for the uh, National Football League being a separate, a single entity, and then there's three, and then there's three that uh, say they should not be. But there's some guys where you have to sway this vote, or, or which way it's going to turn. And and in playing in the National Football League, man, I, I don't think it should be the case. And this is something we're going to talk about every week. We we have to have a segment or two to talk about this every week. But playing the National Football League, I think there's, I think it's stealing. I think it's corrupt that if they become a single entity, they are, they're allowed to do certain things that's going to affect the players, going to affect the product you put in the field. And it's just like telling the fans, you watch it and you pay for it and you gonna love it. And that's not even that's not even touching the surface of what you know what this thing does. And we're gonna talk more about it when we come back. Kwame Lash of the Sports Sometimes Rich Show. 888-346-9144. we be back in two. In a second. Two minutes. I'm up to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports 
Joe Cribs. No Average Joe is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, Grand Am, or even Lambo racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, the host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster around the world to work each week to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing, while also never forgetting the local weekend warriors. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry, your front row seat to the world of racing. Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Power Up Channel. Be there or get a DNF. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports arms hey welcome back kwamalas the sports sometimes rich show and this is my um don't nobody want to hear that mess, man. This is my bedroom, boss, man. This is uh, how You're in the studio. Is, You're not in the bedroom. This, Let out. This is my bedroom. While I'm in here, this is my bedroom. Stop hating, man. Uh, my voice must do something to you. You all right? It, it annoys me sometimes. What? <laughs> That's what it does. It annoys me sometimes. Right now, it's annoying me. Hey, player hater, let me read this to you. <laughs> hey, you know what Cat Williams said, right? No, nah, I don't. If you don't have it, the more haters you have, the better you're doing. Oh, yeah. If I ain't hating, if somebody ain't hating on me, I ain't doing something. I'm not doing something right. That's what's up. What, what, what you speaking on? I'm speaking on. I, mean, I just want to list a couple of guys who are going to have a major part of this vote. Uh, sports in sports in this court. How the nine uh, sitting justices have ruled in industry related cases. Now, a lot of these judges have ruled in some cases that was uh, similar to this American Needle Inc. versus National Football League. But I want to read with uh, John Roberts, the Chief Justice. Uh, he had to rule against uh, 2005 NCAA versus Smith. This was in 1999. As a litigation partner at Washington, D.C.-based Hogan and Hartson, Robinson successfully defended the NCAA against a lawsuit by Renee Smith, a law school student who alleged that the NCAA, when it refused to allow her to participate in postgraduate intercollegiate volleyball, discriminated against her because of her sex. Smith filed a suit uh, alleging that the NCAA actions violated Title IX of the Education Amendment of 1972. The Supreme Court... And his unanimous decision agreed with Robertson that, with, I'm sorry, with Roberts that although the NCAA received funding from federal government, such funding does not make the organization subject to Title IX. 
and this is uh and this right here is when uh he's one of the guys where you have to sway. He's one of the guys that's not going to lie. I, I'm not going to say not going to lie. I don't know what he's going to hear and how he's going to feel at the time, what side of bed he's going to wake up. But um, I, don't, I can't see him voting, making the National Football League as a separate, a single entity, and controlling so much. I said uh, Sonia uh, Sotomayor. Uh, we had another guy, Anthony Ken- Kennedy, uh, John Roberts, uh, Chief Justice, uh, these some guys is going. It's going to come down to what they what they feel, man. And, and if, if the cases uh cases uh, go well, or how they how they uh, spoke on. These I just think that you know when all said and done, smoke clears, dust settles. You know they're going to have to make a quality decision, and they got to make it in the best interest of the nation, not just the National Football League. It, well, the, the uh, American leader has American needle. I'm sorry, has a lot of uh, they have a lot of history and a lot of background they can go to to prove that if they do that they're going to other companies going to start coming to the table want to do this want to do this want to do this so right and that they don't want to start that domino effect by granting the nfl this and it changes so it changes do. our whole world after that fact yes, it does it takes away the monopoly laws well you know? in the american is hey they spend a lot of money on their lawyers they're gonna have a i'm sure they're gonna have some of the best lawyers out there and um, and I'm a football guy, man. I'm just a sports guy, but at the same time, I'm a fair guy. So I, I can't see that being fair at all. So well, speaking of football, but well, I say this: this is one of the this is one of the issues that we're going to talk about every week until it get done. There you go. Well, let's wrap a taste right now. Super Bowls on Sunday. Got a new first time ever. New Orleans Saints versus the Indianapolis Colts. Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, and Breezy. You know, Two suspect defenses. You can say breeze like that, but you don't want to hear my sexy voice because you said that like you was. Well, the, the dude said on the commercial, Drew Brees. So everybody, <laughs> we got Tom Jackson saying it. You can say it. Go ahead with Tom Jackson. He's he's something else. But uh, go. You know, if you got them guys saying it, then why can't I say it? You know. But yeah, I, I'm looking at it. you. Got two suspect defenses. So what's the deal? What what are we gonna do here? You know, it, I, it, it, it they're very opportunistic. They they capitalize on your mistakes. Peyton doesn't make too many mistakes, neither does Drew Brees. Well, I think it's going to be a good Super Bowl. It's going to be a pretty good Super Bowl. Here's my thing. It's also going to be good in the favor of uh, Drew Brees. Oh, how you say it? Drew Brees? Drew Brees! Homosexual. All right, look. Uh, <laughs> 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 look, man, I think it's going to be favor of him because Freeney has a, uh, some college torn in his ankle. I think it's his ankle. Mm-hmm. Uh but it's the Super Bowl, so he might find a way to play. Same way Rod, uh, what's the guy, uh, Rod Wilson played with a bum knee, came up there. We got four minutes to close it, but let me ask you a question. Yeah, please do. Jeez. Yeah, all right. I think the New Orleans. I'm gonna give you my prediction right now, and then I speak on it. I think the New Orleans Saints wins the Super Bowl. Now, I'm I'm a huge fan of of what Peyton Manning does, who Peyton Manning is. Um, <laughs> I'm a huge fan of this guy, but Drew Brees. Everything that's planned, everything from the time he got there leads up to this weekend. He, everybody deserves to win. Uh, you do the right things, and he's always that guy that does the right thing. But if you watch this team during the year, they, they've had a lot of games that they should have lost, but him under the center came back. Uh, I know Miami had them beat. I know the Patriots had these guys beat. Uh, another team had these guys beat. I always thought their secondary was suspect because you can double move. But when you got that high power offense they have in um, in New Orleans, uh, you able to keep staying a lot of games, and it may go back and forth. And you watch them in the playoffs; they went back and forth. Yeah. I think their worst game of the season was the game they beat the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, 
they should that game should have they should should have either lost that game or obviously they won that game. But that was one of their worst seasons. But that showed they able to hang in there and come back. A lot of things, a lot of adversity took place in that game. And the better team, I think the better team won. I think the fumbling and all that stuff that Minnesota did gave them opportunities to win a football game, but it still ended up going into an overtime. Well, the Indianapolis Colts don't have a Okay. They don't have a run team. They they yo, they yo, 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 you you go off of New Orleans, right? How many minutes we got left? Are you my my prediction and you taking up all the four minutes. Quam lots of sports. Sometimes, sometimes real show. show. So <laughs> I, I, if it's two minutes, let me get a minute and a half of that thing. All right, man. <laughs> all right, new guy. All right, man. Okay, I'll say this and there you go. Um, that run, it's going to come down. If New Orleans is able to run the ball, then it's over because uh, they can't stop the run. Yeah, because number one, the Colts can't run. Right. And I like the New Orleans Saints. The reason I like New Orleans Saints is a simple fact because they have a, they just, like you said, everything from the time Drew Brees signed up to now leads mm-hmm. up to this point, and it's either – Put up a shut up for him, Sean Payton, Reggie Bush, Darren Woodson, me on Darren Sharper, everybody on their whole team. Now, I choose the Saints, you choose the Saints, we're going with Saints. I got one question to ask you, and think about this on next week. How can a defensive lineman get a $25,000 fine for a play that was never called by the referee after the fact um, with um, Mac McCray, McCray hitting Brett Favre? But in the Green Bay, uh, Arizona game, they never find the Arizona kid for hitting, for spearing um, Aaron Rodgers. NFL refereeing is a joke. If but you no, ask I, me. I know it's a joke, but they come back and find the guy, the league find the guy. Oh, well, I'll tell you, though. I'll tell you why. Because cool. they, they, they do this every week, and it's just that it's a 20,000 fine, so it's news. It makes news. But they, they watch film every after every game. Monday they watch film for a whole week, man, and they, um, they find plays where they can find guys. The guy may never get penalized for it, and I, I don't – agree with this if they call it in the game then you are subject to watch the film and see if it's legitimate or not and, and rule whether it's a fine or not but these guys what they have a film committee on, on incidents like this and they watch film every week there's a group of referees or a group of a committee that watch film and find guys i mean he's not the only one some guys get checks every every uh i mean fines every um oh, so they do they do they'll find you no know, matter if it's a call or not right they do find you you might get a 35 Hundred dollars fine in the mail because you was a part of something or you initiated something. So that ain't cool. That ain't cool, man. Again, always, always a pleasure, man. Always, Coach B, you always on top of your game. Try my best, baby. That's why we, that's why we do it. We're gonna stay on top of that Supreme Court weighs in and that challenge, the American Needle Inc. versus National Football League. Hey, call in, leave us an email. Call Rich's, uh, check Rich on Facebook. He's out there. Don't don't come to my Facebook because you won't be accepted. Quam Lasso hey, Sports. Hey, 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 I'm, I'm not stepping anybody neither. Uh-huh. Quam we don't have our Facebook page up shortly, though. Can I say uh, Quam Lasso Sports sometimes, Rich Show? You just said it. All right, we good. Uh, 888-346-91. Call, leave a message. Check out the uh, Voice American. We up there. Leave us a message there. Check our email, quamlassosports.com. Rich on Facebook. We'll have our Facebook up with the show uh, real, real, real soon. I'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace. for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.